This is a HeadGum Original. It was amazing. Lauren and I, ooh baby, we are so excited to share that our newcomer season six finale will be a live stream event. We finally figured out what it was and we're celebrating our journey through Gotham City on Thursday, March 28th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Join us and very special guests, Taryn Killam and Bobby Moynihan for a fun and unforgettable Batman-themed improv show you won't want to miss. Get your tickets now at moment.co slash newcomers. That's moment.co slash newcomers. And it'll be available for seven days following the live stream. So if you can't watch it live, get your tickets anyway and watch it on your own time. We'll see you there. Yeah. So to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Do me a favor. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Just stay close to the ground. You're the Spider-Man from YouTube. Can you summon an army of spiders? No, Ned, no. Do you know him too? I stole his shield. Can I try the suit on? Badass. The rich and the powerful, like Stark, they don't care about us. The world's changing, boys. Time we change, too. These weapons are crazy dangerous. Listen, Peter, forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. Your League of Weapons Barry was at 2.30. You missed it. What if somebody had died? I was just trying to be like you. I want you to be better. I'm gonna need the suit back. But I'm nothing without this suit. If you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. I screwed up. You need to stop carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. I want you to understand. I'll do anything to protect my family. I know you know what I'm talking about. So don't mess with me. Because I will kill you and everybody you love. My friends are up there! The guy is still out there. I've just got to do this on my own. Just don't do anything stupid. I got this. All right? Yeah. Nicole Byer. 
And we are covering everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we can get our hands on. We've never seen it. Well, now we've seen yeah. a bunch. It's wild. It's only going to be 20 episodes, so we're not going to get to everything because there's too much, too much in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this is the 12th episode. I'm so shocked that we've actually watched 12 Marvel movies. And honestly, it's nice that I don't want to kill myself. I feel the same. And I actually feel like I've only watched five. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm, it's like, I'm not overloaded by this. Yeah. It's, uh, they're not dense. They're not as dense as Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Um, But today we watched Spider-Man Homecoming and I have thoughts. Me too. He, He didn't get bit by the spider. Oh, I don't even know about that. Okay, wait, hold on. If you want to watch this movie, it's not on Disney+. Plus. For some reason, they have a whole thing that makes this one not that. Because it's like Sony or something, but then Marvel got to dip their little toes in it. But it's not like exclusively Marvel or Disney. So yeah, yeah, it's on Stars. It's on Stars. I watched it on Amazon. I rented. Um, it's on Apple TV Plus, Google Play, and Voodoo. And obviously, we're going to spoil the film. We are. So deal with that. Quick thoughts, Lauren. Oh, yeah. My quick thoughts are I liked it. Interesting. I don't know how I felt about it. I spent a lot of the movie going, when did he get bit by the spider? Yeah, I didn't know that that was what was supposed to happen. So I didn't feel uh, bad about that. But I just really like Tom Holland. I like him, too. And I like that he's got a thing for the black gals. (laughs) (laughs) He's really cute. And I've never understood the obsession with him. You know, just seeing mm-hmm. him in pictures and stuff. I'm like, what? But he's very charming. He's little and like yeah. cute. He's spry. And- yes, yeah, spry. Yeah. And I, then he took his shirt off and I was yeah. like, wait a minute. How old is he? I know. He's ripped. <laughs> and I forgot to look it up. But I was like, Nicole, put it just put, put it away. away. <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> I meant threw thoughts. your vibrator across the room. Yeah, I threw <laughs> my Hitachi magic wand out my window. It shattered my window. <laughs> but at least I wasn't using it to a child. How old is he in this? I don't know. I don't. I think yeah. the, ca- the character is a, is a. Well, yeah, we he's in high school, like a sophomore or something. <laughs> oh, okay. So he I'm has wrong. to be at least. I think 18. the actor was. Yeah, I think he was maybe even twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I have no idea. I might be. I might be uh, honeypotting you. <laughs> <laughs> honeypotting. I've never heard that phrase. <laughs> like like laying a trap for you. <laughs> oh, don't honeypot. Not on me. purpose. Not on purpose. Yes. 21 when the film was released. Thank there God. You go. So You could go okay. to a bar. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, well, the I voice you're hearing, we should just introduce our guest today. Yeah, sorry Zach for Jerry. No, you. don't be sorry. Uh, you're wonderful. So Zach is an actor, a comedian. You can catch them right now on Severance on Apple, Apple Plus, uh, a voice on Wolf in Duncanville on Fox. Also, you were in You, right? Mm-hmm. That's not here, but and I know crashing, that. Which and I crashing, which I was on. And Shang-Chi, I think that's how I say it. Yeah. Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi. And then you are you are also you were in Spider-Man Homecoming. I saw you and I went, ooh, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Zach. We truly cannot wait to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming with you. Yes. Oh my hi. god. We're excited so excited to be you're here. here. I'm a, I'm a, a big newcomer's listener, so oh. 
I, I've been on the journey you. with you in you know oh, in wow. silence, but wow, good to be here. Was there anything that has made you very angry? Yeah. <laughs> what hot no. take did you dislike? <laughs> well, you know, I was surprised. I the thing that surprised me the most is I haven't rewatched the movies. I saw all of them when they came out. You know, mm-hmm. like you know Iron Man one, two, whatever, and I. I, you know, you two weren't enjoying them that much. And in my head, I was like, I'm sure you'll like Avengers. Cause I remember loving <laughs> Avengers when it came out and thinking that it was like truly one of my favorite in-person movie going experiences ever. <laughs> and I was like, they're going to love Avengers. They're going to love Avengers. And then I got to the Avengers episode and I think you hated it more than any of them. Yeah. We yeah. didn't like when they all get together. No. Yeah. So that was a surprise, <laughs> but I haven't been made angry by any of your takes. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Did you see the new Doctor Strange? I have not yet, no. Okay. I'm a little behind. I'm like I'm like five or six movies behind, but the you know, phase one and two or whatever, I've seen all the ones, you know, up until a certain point. Are we still in phase one? What's phase one? I is have this? no idea. I think we're in two. But is this part of the phases since it is Sony? It it is, yeah. Oh. But like, the phases they in theory they each phase should end with an Avengers and then they very quickly abandoned that plan so it's hard to keep track. Oh, I feel like if I was Disney, I'd be annoyed that I couldn't get this one on my platform. You know what I mean? Like it's like you look, collect them all. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when we started this podcast, I was hoping that by the time we got to this movie, they would have like figured it out. Yeah. Well, they're probably trying to drive people to stars. <laughs> and I, you know, I have stars because I like this one show called P Valley. What is I that? I have it because I watch Power. What's Ooh, Power? Your all power the, is 50 the, Cent's Empire. Powers. That's how he yeah. started it with Power. What? 50 Cent is like five shows on stars. Yeah. I had no idea. And P Valley is about strippers in, I think, Alabama. Uh, and that's a 50 Cent show too? No, no. This is uh, Katori Hall, who is a playwright who wrote this play about these strippers in the South and then it became P-Valley on Stars. It's really wow. great. And she's really fucking talented. P, does the P stand for? Pussy Valley, baby. I so, yeah. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> Wait, Zach, so you've seen all of phase one, all of phase two, you're five behind. Are you a comic book person? I'm I'm not really. My my dad was growing up. My dad is like a huge Marvel guy, so I I had a lot of his old comics and kind of mm-hmm. read them. Never got super into them. Um but yeah, I loved I loved all the movies. I basically saw all of them until like coronavirus. And then I <laughs> don't go to theaters that much, so I'm like, you know, a little hit or miss on them these days. Um, except for the ones that I'm in. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go see those. That's a great uh, sentence. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I'll go see the ones that I'm in. <laughs> yeah, so I have seen Shang-Chi, and, but I'm I'm a few behind. I mean, that's huge. You're in some of these big movies, dude. That's crazy. Congrats. Thank yeah, you. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. Because it feels cool. surreal since like your dad was so into comic books, and you're like, Daddy, I'm in the comics. <laughs> um, yeah, he... Being when I was this one when this one came out that was like a big uh, he was excited about that that was Aww. that was like a cool moment because like he watches all the stuff I'm in but like most of it he doesn't really give a shit about but like <laughs> this, this is stuff he was gonna watch anyway so it's like yeah. cool to to be a part of for sure yeah that's very cool all right well should we jump into our daily bugle boop a boop yep. This is our news segment this season, and we're going to give a recap of what's been going on lately in the MCU. 
Reservation Dog star Devery Jacobs has been cast in a supporting role in Marvel Studios' upcoming Disney Plus series Echo. Marvel also shared a first look at the series starring Alakwa Cox, pictured above. Which That's a really see. pretty name. Yeah. And she looks cool. She does look really badass. What's Echo? I don't know. Echo is a spinoff of Hawkeye. Oh. <laughs> oh. My God. This is a character. Um, she has a prosthetic leg. She's deaf. She's. Whoa. Killing it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is fun. It's very cool that they've got this uh, Reservation Dogs star because that was a big show last year, too. Okay. This sounds what? way more interesting than Hawkeye. <laughs> it really does. Also, <laughs> who's Reservation Dogs? What's that? That's a show. What was that? An FX? Yeah, yeah. FX. Yeah. Indigenous people. I don't oh. know what the whole plot is, but it looked cool. A bunch of teenagers hanging out. Okay. That's awesome. I'm into um, it. This sounds really interesting. It does. Maybe I'll actually watch it. Yeah. Well, here's another little tidbit from the Daily Bugle. John Stamos will voice Tony Stark slash Iron Man in season two of Marvel's Spidey and his amazing friends on Disney Junior. Now, I actually saw this because I follow John Stamos on Instagram <laughs> because he is hot. And yes. <laughs> he posted that his son, he posted a video of his little son who's like four or something saying that Robert Downey Jr. is his favorite Iron Man. So oh, wow, brutal. Yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty pretty tough. Yeah, so I don't know if he's going to be able to deal with that. <laughs> uh, what a treat, though. You have a child and the kid's always like, I like someone else better than you. Oh, for sure. And you can't get mad because that's your kid. Yeah. You go, it's their okay. opinion. Um, okay, inspired by the Disneyland attraction Avengers Campus, the official cookbook, Recipes from Pim's Test Kitchen and Beyond, is available for pre-order. The book's official website shares the following backstory. <laughs> Cassie and Scott Lang, better known as Ant-Man, sought to use the shrinking and growing technology of Pim Particles to solve global hunger. Now Cassie shares the recipes for these dishes, as well as the cuisine of Avengers Campus at large in this in-universe cookbook. Pretty funny that, like, the premise is like, we're going to solve global hunger. But Disney's like, we can't do that. We got to sell a book. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking <laughs> at the book now. Okay, wait. Leah, is there a... um? restaurant like that of this at disney world I yeah think i think we saw that right Pim. there's a wakanda cookbook too okay I th- that's cool. i think <laughs> i think i looked this up after hearing about it on your podcast and it's just like a big meatball that's <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> we did talk about it yeah because it was the big food and the little food right. at the restaurant mm-hmm. or it's like a big chicken cutlet and a tiny bun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how so is there really a cookbook for that? I don't know. Like well, it just shows you how to make a tiny little bun and then some big chicken and then like a regular sized pretzel and then I see <laughs> some galactic greens, which looks like just a salad of lettuce and things that are green. Yeah, but Lauren, it's galactic. Okay. You're right. You're right. Olive Garden I mean, already had a big meatball. They had a whole big meatball month promotion. <laughs> thing. Was it a gigantic meatball? It was huge. It was oh. really big. I don't really like that idea. You don't like big meatballs? <laughs> I love meatballs, but like I don't want one gigantic meatball. That's well, it's sort of fun just like to look digging at, into a big just, ground beef. Yeah, yeah, you just chop it up. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to look at the book, you can see that they have recipes including Wanda's Sokovian paprikash, spider <laughs> bot cupcakes, Lucky Dog's pizza, and molecular mochi. Wow. Wow. I don't think I like mochi. I don't either. I think but it's I, like weird. 
gummy. I, yeah, well, I actually had this whole conversation on a podcast, so I'm going to sound annoying to repeat the whole thing if anyone heard it. Because I was like, I don't like mochi. And then I was like, except for the five different times that I had it in these different things. So like maybe I do, but I don't. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things <laughs> yeah. that I'm not drawn to it. And I, I don't, like I don't it. Know. You I'll like it, I like it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a fan. But I also don't really seek it out. But when I have it, I like it. The jelliness <laughs> of it. That's what I can't get behind. It's like hard jelly. Yeah. I have maybe I maybe I haven't had the same mochi. I wouldn't describe it as hard jelly. The little Those mochi balls? balls from like uh from Trader Joe's. But it's also like Oh, a I flavor, don't even know right? what that is. Mochi no mochi, isn't it like um ice cream in a in like a rice wrapper? Isn't that what mochi is? Yeah, I, I guess that is what it is. <laughs> maybe <laughs> we don't know what mochi is. And I actually think I'm mixing it up in my head with what I also was talking about before. So I'm I'm dumb. <laughs> Oh. I, I also might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure mochi is like little ice cream, like dumplings. No, I almost. bet you're right. I think no, that's what I thought it was, though. It's kind of hard, though, isn't it? Like yeah, the outside? yeah, yeah. The outside is like a little texturally strange. But then, like mochi donuts are a thing. Like, so it's like it's that a looks flavor good, on something else. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This is hard. Mochi's hard. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Japanese rice cake made of mochi gomi. I don't know how to say it. A short grain rice. Okay. So that's oh, what so it I is. Oh, so I guess you can put other things inside of it. So ah, I'm used, so I'm mochi's used to having it with ice cream, but yeah. I guess you could put other things in there. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Maybe I'll well, get into it. Maybe I will too. <laughs> maybe right after this, I'll order some mochi from Instacart. And this you episode should. has been brought to you by what? Instagram. No, I'm kidding. It hasn't. <laughs> uh, but we should take a break. Okay, great. Did you know nearly 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? Before I started using Rocket Money, I thought I had about, I don't know, 10 subscriptions. I could not believe it when they showed me I was actually paying for 15 subscriptions each month. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it's never ending. So thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones that I forgot about. Cringe. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can see my spending habits. And plus, it'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. Isn't that amazing? Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash newcomers. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Ooh baby, oh we are back. 
Okay, it is time to jump into Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. This movie was written by 12 people. Jonathan Goldstein, <laughs> John Francis Daly from Freaks and Geeks, John Watts, Christopher Ford, Chris McKenna, and Eric Summers. And it was directed wow. by John Watts and released May 7th, 2017. Honestly, that is a lot of people to write on one movie. One, two, three, four, five, six. I always five, wonder six. like how that works. Like, so one person wrote it maybe, then like the next two people mm-hmm. got their hands on it. Then they're all just listed as the writers. But sometimes that happens and then people aren't listed. Like someone will yeah. have written the first draft and they get no credit, but they get paid for like that first draft and then that's it. Maybe in the deals, they were like, I get a credit. If I put a word yeah. in, if I delete a word, I get a credit. Yeah. Who knows? I feel like it would be very disappointing to write something that becomes a thing and then not have your name anywhere on it. Yeah, I'd be really sad because it's like, yeah. I worked on it. Ooh, where's my due? Hello. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's read a little bit about what happens in this film. All right. It's 2020. It's 2012. Excuse me. Following the Battle of New York end of the Avengers, Tony Stark and the federal government orders the United States Department of Damage Control to clean the aftermath. This is a problem for driving salvage company owner Adrian Toomes, Michael (laughs) Keaton, who I love, who Mm -hmm. is put out of business. Angry, he convinces his crew to not surrender the Chitauri technology already scavenged from the battle and use it to further a criminal agenda by making weapons. I watched this last night and already forgot this part. (laughs) Um, But I gotta say, Michael Keaton, ooh, daddy, come through. No, he looks great in this movie. Yes. He's very, he's just very compelling to watch. Yes. I he's, you know, he's, he's also somebody where I feel like I, re- I rewatched Beetlejuice over like Halloween time. And I was like, he's so funny. And he doesn't get enough credit for being like really funny. I agree. Yeah. He's also so hot. And I don't yeah. think he gets enough credit for being the ultimate daddy. Like he's. Oof. I agree. Okay, so sometime later, Peter Parker, Tom Holland, is recruited by Tony Stark to help stop Captain America in Berlin, the middle of Captain America's Civil War. And we see the trip from his POV, which is funny because he was like taping this fight, and which I was like, how do you have the time? How do you have the bandwidth? If I'm fighting Captain yeah. America, I'm just fighting Captain America. Yeah, you have to focus. Because yeah, it's right? the Zoomer, this is Zoomer generation, you know, they got to record uh, everything. And yeah. In other iterations, like Spider-Man's a photographer, or Peter Parker's a photographer. Right. So I think this is like their... Oh, oh, I Yeah, wait, see. Like, I have so many questions about this compared to what I've seen before of Spider-Man, because I've mm-hmm. seen other Spider-Man movies, I don't really remember a ton of it, but like, yeah, I thought he... Like, I mean, I, first of all, I didn't realize he was so young until this one, which I feel like was mm-hmm. the first time they really cast someone age appropriate where he actually mm-hmm. is in high school, which I think is cute. But like, it does seem to erase a lot of the things that we already established about him. It's yeah. just what's happening in the past for him. I, th- I think like his history is that he got bit by a spider, started doing crime or solving fighting crime, put it on YouTube. Tony Stark saw the YouTube, grabbed him. So they're just not, they're skipping past that part. But also he makes his webs. So like, what? So (laughs) there's a couple different. So like in the Tobey Maguire ones, the webs come out of his wrists. Almost like he's like gone through spider puberty or something. But in the, in the comics, he's like a brilliant scientist who makes his own webs. So they, 
They're kind of going back to that version of it for this one. So the spider that bit him has only given him, like, he can crawl on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And, like, super strength and reflexes oh, okay. and so stuff. So he got, like, hereditary powers. Yeah. He didn't get the the webbing. Right. But then okay. in this one, he's, like, he's kind of a nerd again, so he can invent his own webbing and, mm. and that kind of stuff. I see. That really wasn't clear. And I'm... My mind is blown that both of you knew that. Yeah. So like I was when you mentioned that he didn't get bit by a spider, I was going to say that's actually something I love about this Spider-Man because it was like, you know, there were quite a few years between the Tobey Maguire one and the Andrew Garfield one. But then this one came, I feel like, pretty quickly after the Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. one. So th- mm. I think they kind of were like, let's not just make another one where it's the same exact plot of like he gets bit by a spider and there's you know, his origin story is with his Uncle Ben. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, the Uncle Ben storyline. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So like they kind of just skipped all that and were like, okay, you've already seen him in Civil War. So let's just like skip to the next phase of Spider-Man. Nice. I appreciate it. It's kind of like how, you know how every Batman movie, it seems, shows his parents getting killed and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I fucking get it. Yeah, said, we're not going to do that with Spider-Man. We're, we're not going to like show you the stuff that you already may know. I think that made it more interesting for me. I just had so many questions. Yeah. I, I to mean, to I just spider. completely forgot all of that. So I guess I was like, I like that he's in high school. I just wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> we got to get back to the summary. Okay. We do. So yeah, Tony it, it tells requires him, you to know that he's a Spider-Man. <laughs> like you got to just yeah, buy into the spider. I just accepted that reality and yeah. went with it. I guess I accepted it, but I also was like, how? Anyway, Tony tells him he's not ready to become an Avenger. Peter goes back to school. He helps fight local crime, does good deeds around Queens, texting happy Hogan updates. He tells (laughs) his Aunt May that this is all part of the Stark internship and quits the academic decathlon team just in case Tony calls. Um, I liked his good deeds, too, with like the bike and leaving the note and stuff. That was I liked when he was wrong. Or is that later? No, that's in this. Where yeah, the guy was, he, like, stealing a car, and he was like, it's my car! Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he shot him with the web. <laughs> um, one night after stopping robbers armed with Toombs's rep weaponry from robbing an ATM, Peter returns to his apartment where his best friend Ned leads Jacob Batalon, who was great. Adorable. Yeah, I love he's him. Very funny. Oh, my God. He was so cute and, like, seemed so fresh and new. Yes. Like, I just liked the energy. And the two of them together. Just the cuties. Yeah. Two, two little cuties. I loved them. Me, too. He just, uh, so Ned discovers his secret identity, and during gym class the next day, Leeds accidentally says Peter knows Spider-Man after hearing a conversation with Peter's crush, it was Liz no Allen, accident. played by Laura Harrier, or Harrier, and her friends. And the kids convince Peter to bring Spider-Man to Liz's party. This this movie was, this is like my wheelhouse of things I enjoy, which is like mm-hmm. high school crushes, and mm-hmm. he's like, he's dealing with all this stuff, but he's stressed about the girl at the same time, and like, I thought that was very cute. I agree. So then Peter goes to this house party. He is mocked by a bully, Flash Thompson, which is such an interesting name. Um, played I by know, Tony. I was like, hmm? what, what, is that not related to The Flash? No, I don't but think it so, is. The Flash is DC. But it is a character who, in some version of Spider Man, goes on to become like a villain, I think. He, he hmm. becomes a prominent you know, part of the Spider world. Whoa. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, Tony Rev Revu Lori. Is that how I say his last name? I I don't know. I don't I know. Couldn't he tell got, you. He got, he got terrible with names. Lori. 
Um, and the moody looking Michelle Zendaya or Daya Zendaya. I believe Zendaya. it's Zendaya. Zendaya. I literally I looked her. it up this morning. Oh, yeah. you did? Yeah. <laughs> she's great. You know what? She's enjoy so her. interesting. Did you have you watched um Euphoria at all? I watched the first half of the first season and I really liked it. I just have to like get into a headspace to be like, okay, these teens aren't thriving. Yeah, no, I watched the same <laughs> amount. And um she's so dark on that show, mm-hmm. like just which I didn't I thought was a departure for her. And then seeing her in this, I'm like, oh, she kind of is that kind of character. Yeah. I think she left Disney and was like, I have moods and I'm going to show them all. Yeah. She's very funny in this movie, though, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. She has a lot of great moments. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of good one liners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, While changing into Spider-Man, Peter sees Toombs' associates selling Chitauri weaponry to a local gangster, Aaron Davis, Donald Glover. Very exciting. I remembered people were talking about Donald maybe being Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And then I was like. Oh, this is what we got as like a consolation prize. So that's yeah. like another another little Easter egg kind of. So his his character, he mentions in that scene that he has a nephew or he mentions it later, I guess. But he, oh, he mentions he has a nephew. So from his character into is the Miles, spider web. Exactly. He's Miles Morales, uncle. Um, oh. So they're kind of planting the seed for that maybe later in the in the MCU. Oh, I mm. love that. Okay, so Peter nearly drowns after uh, drowns while intervening, but is rescued by Stark, who reveals that he's monitoring the Spider-Man suit he gave Peter and warns him against the involvement with the dangerous criminals. Later, angry with uh, his guys for jeopardizing his operation, Tombs accidentally kills one of them with one of their weapons, but he doesn't seem too bothered. Yeah, that, that wasn't yeah. really an accident either. <laughs> no, I don't think that was an accident because he picks it up and shoots him. And he's like, yeah. huh, this Points one, uh, not the gravity one. He's like, no, that's the sizzle one. <laughs> uh, and Peter works with Ned to remove the power core from one of the tomb's weapons. A tracking device on the weapon leads tomb's crony shocker to Midtown School of Science and Technology. Peter puts a tracking device on him and discovers that he's going to Maryland. Peter rejoins the decathlon team and accompanies them to Washington, D.C. for nationals as a cover for his investigation. And with Ned's help, Peter disables the tracker Tony implanted in his Spider-Man suit and unlocks all of its secret features, including the AI that Peter names Karen. This whole, I like this whole moment. Like when mm-hmm. Ned's like, when they're in his room and they're like taking out the tracking device that was like, and he's like, finds out that he's under a system called training wheels. And that was very funny. And then... The moment when he gets the suit and he's stuck in that place and he has to, he's, it's only been 40 minutes and he's like mm-hmm. gone crazy. That made me everything. laugh very yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, that was a good bit. Yeah. This movie was like really fun and funny and easy to watch. Yeah, it's light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of comedy people in it and like, yes. you know, it, it's it's funny. Yeah. So Peter sneaks out and tries to stop Tombs from stealing weapons from a damage control truck, but ends up trapped inside the truck. When he discovers that the Shatari energy core inside the weapon Ned still has with him is unstable. Peter tracks Ned to the Washington Monument, arriving just as the core explodes and traps Ned into an elevator. Evading local authorities, Peter manages to save Ned and his fellow classmates, including Liz, before the elevator plummets. And I love when Karen was like, it's your moment. <laughs> say something. Kiss. Uh, kiss. Oh, yeah. she saying kiss? Oh, yeah. Yeah, say she was something. like, you should kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Karen, what? Oh, my God. Um, I thought that was a great moment. I, I, The elevator save where he has her, like, hanging by the web mm-hmm. and on the wrist. Very dramatic. And then when he fell, I was like, is he dead? Like, I Same. Thought, I was like, oh, when no. he was up on the building, Karen was like, you don't have a parachute. And so when mm-hmm. he fell there, I was like, what's going on? He was fine. 
Yeah, I think he was fine. <laughs> I think he just has strong bones. He's got spider bones. Some so. of us are big boned and some of us just have strong bones. Yeah. <laughs> He's got spider bones. Um, back in New York City, Peter tracks down Aaron Davis and attempts to intimidate him into revealing Toombs' whereabouts. He confronts Toombs and his associates at the Staten Island Ferry, captures the group's new buyer, Mac Gargan, played by Michael Mando. And however, he unknowingly botches an FBI operation organized by Tony Stark. The fight with Toombs almost results in the ferry splitting apart, but Iron Man arrives in person and saves the day. Now, thoughts about this? Because the fairy splits apart and then Iron Man pushes it together and it's together. Yeah. Yeah. And then he like, like makes the steel all hot and uh, sticks it back together. I like when Spider-Man kind of does it with the webbing and that man was like, Spider-Man, yeah. Then Iron Man does it and he's like, Iron Man, yeah. That made me laugh. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah, that's a great part. I feel like that was the first moment that I was like. I don't think so. When the thing had just smushed back together. And yeah, there would have been a lot of like water in the bottom of the boat. Yeah, I agree. yeah it definitely would have sank. Uh, very the cars that were unrealistic. full of water. Yeah. Maybe we just didn't see it, but Iron Man sent a bunch of like pumps, drone pumps mm. down to the bottom or something. I'm sure he figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tony, uh oh, this is a hard word. Ad- Admonish. Ad- Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. I just want to say sometimes I'm so dumb. I was in New York over the weekend and a lady walked by and she was wearing robes and I turned to Sashir and I said, Ooh, look, a monk. And she went, No, she just graduated. And I, <laughs> and I really thought she was a monk. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so, so Tony, that word him for his recklessness, reminding him that he almost killed dozens of people as well as himself and demands the suit back. Peter is distraught, but tries to throw himself into his personal life by asking Liz to the homecoming dance. Meanwhile, Toombs decides to make one final hit, which will set him and his few remaining associates up for life. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about how he skipped. He like got rid of his training wheels thing and then like, oh, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. able to like function. Mm-hmm. I, that really stressed me out when he was like kind of blowing things the mm-hmm. wrong way and like doing all sorts of dumb shit. I loved it. I love when Karen's like, are you sure you don't want some refreshers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. On the night of the dance, Peter goes to Liz's house to pick her up. And this part was, I, I my mind was it. blown. Couldn't believe my mind it. Was blown. I guess. Okay. Only to discover that Liz's father oh, is oh, Tombs. My God. In the car, I remember when Tombs. I first saw it, that was like one of the more tense. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I loved that. And I thought it I thought it was really simple, but a great surprise mm-hmm. and like a good plot device for a high school kid. Like it, that was just really fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. A, I don't know. I really enjoyed that choice. Zach, did you see this in theaters? I did. did so did you go to like gasp? the premiere? Uh, no, I did not go to the premiere. I literally saw it in theaters at the first possible viewing because I wasn't sure if I would still be in it. Yeah. So I wanted to see it before I told people to go see it. I love that. Um, and yeah, I think I th- it was like a big reaction. I And I had not, I had only seen my little, you know, one page script. So I had mm-hmm. no idea that that was coming. So I was oh, fun. very surprised. That is really fun. I love it. So they're in the car and Toombs is driving them to mm. the So tense. He slowly puts together that his daughter's date is the kid in his way. When Liz is out of the way, Toombs threatens him. And that was scary. He said, he's he's like, I'll literally kill you. You will be dead. I want to kill you dead. Yeah, I will kill you dead. Yeah, I was like, this is scary. 
I feel like that's why you get Michael Keaton for mm-hmm. like the villain role that could kind of be nothing, but that scene was so like he was so scary in that oh, scene. Was, yeah, so it's like a intense. real guy who's like, I'm gonna kill you. It was just terrifying. Yeah. Um during the dance, Peter puts together Tombs is planning to hijack the Stark cargo plane, transporting weaponry from Avengers Tower to the team's new compound. And he puts on his old homemade Spider-Man suit and goes after him with Ned acting as his man in the chair from the school computer lab. And he didn't really wait to be to tell his date. He was like, within minutes, he's like, I'm out yeah. of here. Yeah, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love that Tony's like moving upstate, getting out of the city. It's a very <laughs> yeah. like, funny thing. <laughs> um, I also want to add that when this prom moment happened, it reminded me of my uh when I was a junior, I went to senior prom with my friend who is Big Dipper, who you know, Nicole. Uh, I love um, Dan. And we went to we went to prom together, and uh, he's gay, and he he just brought me because I was friends with everyone that was in our group or whatever. And then he like ditched me the whole prom, which was very funny. <laughs> and the one picture I have of us, like we have, like, we took before pictures like before the prom, but then like at prom, my picture that I have is like. His coat on a chair and my arm around it looking really sad. <laughs> and so I felt for the girl when the guy was like, I'm out of here. That's uh, very <laughs> funny, but also very sad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think he was interested in me. There was no, you know, whatever, but it was still sad. But you were like, we were at least going to hang out, yeah. right? And Dipper was yeah. like, goodbye. <laughs> it's very social. <laughs> so Peter is first ambushed by Shocker, but defeats him with the help of Ned. Then he confronts Toombs in the lair. When Peter refuses to join his side, Toombs destroys the building's support beams and leaves him to die under the rubble he was not getting. Peter then escapes, intercepts Toombs on board the now-damaged plane that crashes on Coney Island Beach. After fighting, Peter saves Toombs' life from his own unstable equipment and leaves him for the New York City Police Department. And sometime later, Peter learns that Liz is moving away and Michelle's and Zaya will be replacing her as president of the decathlon team. She tells So maybe Peter, he just has like a, a thing for the president of the decathlon Yeah, he's team. like, whoever it <laughs> yeah. is, I'm a crack. Whoever's in charge, give it to me. Yeah. She tells Could Peter be. and Ned that her friends call her MJ. Key detail. Um, <laughs> after receiving a call from Happy Hogan, Peter is asked to visit the Avengers facility where Tony offers Peter an even more advanced suit and an invitation to join the Avengers and meet the press. Now, I was really confused. Peter declines and is, impl- is implied that Tony instead uses the press conference as an excuse to propose to Pepper Potts. Now, I didn't get that, first No, of all. me either. And secondly, I didn't understand why he declined. Like he, I think he I, was like, I'm not ready. I do actually have things to learn. I right. think like he sees it in himself. He thought it was a test. Peter thought it was a test because the whole movie they'd been telling him, like, you're not ready, you're not ready, like, stick to the small stuff. And oh. then he's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm not going to go out there. And he's like, that was a test, right? But then it wasn't. And I didn't get that. When he said that was a test, I thought it had to do with the press element. I didn't yeah. um, get that. Okay, so that's interesting. That is I thought interesting. It was, I mean, that, it was like a surprise twist to me that he turned it down and actually walked away. I thought he was going to come back. Like, I just didn't believe that. <laughs> and then I guess Tony proposed to Pepper, which I didn't catch at all. I didn't that's catch it. that either. So I, I think he ended up not. But he, she was like, there's all these reporters out here. We got to do something. And he was like, well, we could tell them I'm going to propose. And I think she said, like, I, I have a better idea or something. I, but I don't know how it oh, Okay. Out. Well, Peter gets home and discovers that Tony has returned his upgraded suit. He puts it on and looks toward the window, unaware that May is behind him and his secret is now. And she goes like, what the fuck? Which I love. I I laughed a lot. Yeah, same. 
So in a <laughs> mid-credit scene, an incarcerated Gargan approaches Tombs and explains that several criminals are banding together to exact vengeance against Spider-Man. When pressured by Gargan about Spider-Man's identity, Tombs denies any knowledge, which I was like, I won I guess maybe he did that because he is a kid, but I didn't yeah. know. I was like, but you're also gonna kill this kid. I wasn't sure. I know, sure but he either. saved him. Like Spider-Man saved mm. yeah. mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe he's like, hmm. And I don't want to just go get him killed. Want to further stress out his daughter who s- seemingly had to move the morning after her dad got I know, arrested. Yeah, the morning after all Crazy. the way to Portland or Oregon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a really big move. So maybe he was like, I don't want to I don't want to expose her boyfriend, you know, her ex-boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like if I kill him, it's over. Um, in the post credit scene, we see another Captain America's, another one of Captain America's public service announcements. And this one is on the virtue of patience. Get it? Tired. He then asks how many more announcements he has to make. You know, and then there was that one in the middle where he was like on the TV at school mm-hmm. and he was like talking about puberty or something. And he's like, I know what <laughs> yeah. it's like to be little. And I was like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a pretty funny runner. I also yeah. loved yeah. Hannibal. He was very funny in it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Somebody that else was that I was part. like, that was fun. Was that Martin Starr? Who Martin was the Starr, team? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, there were so many fun people. Martha yeah. Kelly is the, the like, tour Kelly guide the at the Washington Monument. Oh, yeah. she yeah. was so funny. I loved she's how great. just dry and dead-eyed she was. Yeah, she's, she's really funny. Well, that's it. I mean, Nicole, what are your thoughts after going through it again? Okay, I liked it, but I also wanted less Iron Man. Um, and I, see, I disagree. I like him so much. I just love Robert Downey Jr. so much, and those glasses at the end were really cool. I just thought he like he just is, he just looks cool. <laughs> okay, my, my right. thinking on the Iron Man thing. I I liked Iron Man's presence, and I think it was fun because. This was the first Spider-Man movie where they could use like the mm-hmm. Marvel characters. So I think they probably laid Iron Man on a little thick because they were like, "Ooh, we have a new toy we can use in the Spider-Man universe." So they were trying to kind of like connect them a bit. Mm. Oh, also, I didn't realize Jennifer Connelly was Karen. Oh, oh I didn't catch neither. that at all. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm looking at her little beach sheet that. That, or not or character sheet. Um, and then the there's that part where. This is just a small thing, but near the end when Toombs is like throwing out, he's like sees an Iron Man mask and like throws it out. Mm-hmm. Why did he have that? Was that from the guys robbing in the beginning? Or like, why? What was that? Like, why did he? Oh, have yeah, that? I don't know. All right. Um, <laughs> also, we have a little bit of a factoid that uh, what's her face? Jennifer Connelly's husband is Jarvis's voice. So that's very cute family. Oh, stuff. keep it in the family. Yeah, that's cool. Who's her husband? Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Is Jarvis? Remember he was Jarvis before he was Vision? So it's been it. Yeah. They're a couple for like the first three Iron Man movies or whatever. He's just the voice. (laughs) And then. Wow. Is he still Jarvis? Even though he's Vision? I don't think so. I think Tony has a different AI. uh, Friday is what she's called. Friday. Like his girl Friday, I think is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, I um, see. Wait, I wanted to add something. It is it is a big deal that she says you can call me MJ um, because 
when Zendaya was cast in this movie, everybody was like, she's playing Mary Jane. This is Mary, is there a new Mary Jane? And the people involved said, no, what are you talking about? Her name's Michelle. Like she's not MJ. She's not Mary Jane. And then at the end of the movie, she goes, you can call me MJ. So Cute. And oh. in like every other Spider-Man movie, usually his first love interest is MJ. So Liz was kind of like a, a new twist on. Oh, she like, was a decoy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically. And you know, that's just how it is in high school. You like the wrong person mm-hmm. and you follow them and they don't care. And then eventually. And then they move to Oregon because their <laughs> yeah. dad is a criminal <laughs> who flies around in a weird junkyard. And, yeah, we didn't even talk about his fucking costume. It's like insane. It was really funny. It's I was like, scary. This, this doesn't fit anywhere. Anytime he appeared somewhere, I was like, absolutely not. I've never seen those wings go down. Also, there's like weird, like. <laughs> like fans on the side. It was yeah. really wild. He looked like a building. He looked like a transformer. <laughs> like he did look like a transformer. Oh my yeah. God. What a treat to see that flying through the sky. Also, he was just hanging from it. Yeah. It, like he couldn't yeah. like yeah. lean forward or anything. It was, oh, I love it. like those made. roller coasters where you, the ones where you don't sit in the seat, they like mm-hmm. dangle you from yes. the harness. <laughs> So dangerous. Okay, so this movie <laughs> won several Teen Choice Awards, uh, or Teen Choice and Kids Choice Awards, as well as the Saturn Award uh, for Best Performance by a Younger Actor for Tom Holland. Well, I agree. I actually, I haven't watched him speak with a British accent yet, but I'm really curious how his voice changes. You know how sometimes when people do a oh. different accent, like they have a totally different tone to their he's voice? He's British? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, didn't know. I know, and he's really good at the American accent. Yeah, yeah. He never, he never has most. a single word that you think, oh, he's British. And Spider-Man Homecoming holds a great rating of Rotten Tomatoes with a 92% approval. I approve, too. Most mm-hmm. critics praise the film's lighter, younger, upbeat tone and Tom Holland's performance. And Homecoming grossed a worldwide total of $880.2 million and had the wow. second biggest global IMAX opening for a Sony film. That's crazy. That's probably why they're like, we got to keep our little fingies on Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and have, did we watch it on here or like, did we just, did I just see this online? But there's like a video of him, of Tom Holland, like doing stunts all through like on these cars and stuff. And you see him doing it without his Spider-Man mask on. I don't no, know. If you like watched CG. that on your own. You did, I did. extra I credit. Did. <laughs> it's really cool. Though. It shows like Flips he's so for real. Yeah, oh. like he does all these flips like he's his own stunt person for a lot of it, which yeah. is crazy. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah, because he's a a gymnast and a ballerina, I think. Is he? I think well, he, he was in Billy up, Elliot. Yeah, so he, he was he can a dancer. Dance. Oh, right. I keep forgetting that. That's crazy. Oh, and that explains his ripped body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone who plays Billy Elliot has to be just completely yes, just jacked. ripped. <laughs> We have to take a second break. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh, we're back with more Spider-Man Homecoming. There's trivia. So here's oh. some trivia. I have some trivia, too. Ooh, I have we some, need your trivia. I have, I have some behind-the-scenes. Oh, you know, we need, some, we need. Yes. Some trivia, so, you know... I, I, I was telling Lauren before, my, my first reaction upon rewatching this movie was to laugh at how little I am in it because <laughs> I, I, I remember being in it, but like my character, I don't know if you guys know, has taken a little bit of an online life. Like there's a lot of sort of, you know, people were like really into my character for some reason <laughs> to the point where they brought me back for some other things. In the newest Spider-Man, there's a little tiny Easter egg where Whoa. you hear my voice saying, do a flip. Um, <laughs> so, like, That's awesome. For some reason, this character has become like a whole thing online. Uh, I don't understand it. I could have sworn I was in more of the movie because of that. <laughs> it's truly, it's, I think there are movies that I've been cut out of that I'm in more of <laughs> than I am in this. Um, but so on the day that I worked, the, the little kind of fun fact I have is that the guy next to me who's holding the boom box, he's a guy named Kirk Thatcher. And he like works in, um, I think like, uh, you know, practical effects. And he worked mm -hmm. on all the old star Wars movies and stuff. He works with the Muppets a lot. He's this like huge director slash, you know, puppet maker in that world. But in this movie, he's carrying a boom box because in the 70s, he was in a Star Trek movie playing a man named Punk on the bus who has a boombox who Spock threatens to like Vulcan mind whatever or something. And Kevin Feige, the, you know, the Marvel kind of overlord, mm -hmm. I guess, loved that moment and just hit him up and was like, hey, do you want to make a little kind of like winky cameo as the same character, but in the Marvel universe? Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. that is fun. Yeah, yeah. So I spent like all day with that guy. Very interesting guy. Very cool. Very nice man. Had stories about like directing Miss Piggy and stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, awesome. he's a cool guy. Oh, that's so cool. That is fun. I'm hoping Kevin Feige sees me in something and goes, eh, better bring her to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's I do agree, it, Kevin. Kevin Feige. Come on, Kevin. Watch Come me on, in Kevin. something. It's just cast us. We've put in the work. We really have. We've done all the research. Kevin, you put me in three. You can at least put them in, in like one. Just in one. We yeah, just write a script where thing. there's a podcast about Marvel and we'll play the podcaster. That Honestly, would be great, actually. I, that feels I like would not happen. be surprised if that happened. <laughs> I'm going to cross my fingers for that. It feels I'll good. cross my little fingies, too. Okay, so <laughs> you, here's You might some... have to start by doing like an in-universe scripted marvel podcast oh god it's hard where, where, yeah scripted? you might have to get in Who's that gonna write it yeah we I gotta find know. someone to write it zach you want to write okay, anya's doing yeah it. i'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> so the homecoming part of the title is a nod to the inclusion of the character within the marvel cinematic universe oh. interesting Okay, and to promote the film on July 5th, 2017, Tom Holland and Zendaya went on the reality competition series Lip Sync Battle. 
To this day, there is an unspoken <laughs> law on Twitter that if you see Tom Holland's performance in your feed, you have to rewatch it. Did he do that? Um, something with an umbrella? Yeah, he did. Yeah, umbrella. He Rih- Why have umbrella. I seen this and I don't know what? Maybe I watched that show. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe you love lip sync battle. Honestly, I think I probably did watch a lot of that because that that I clip was like the most like viral clip of. Uh, oh, okay, let's. It, see it was it. like everywhere. Is Spike TV still a channel? I don't think so. The man channel. (laughs) (laughs) Content for men. (laughs) So is is she doing Bruno Mars? Mm Mm-hmm. This is so crazy. I've never seen this one. I've only seen Tom's half. Oh my god. This is fun. This is real. She's a great dancer. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do uh, lip sync. I can't dance. I, I I cannot either. I don't want to do this. No. <laughs> Seems too hard. No. And then you have to, like, rehearse? No. What if, she's, what if it she, was in the MCU? Would you do it? Yep. I'll do anything they want. <laughs> um, don't you feel like... I, I was watching... Um, senior year which Mary Holland is in and it's really cute I love that movie mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of dancing in it, and these kids in the movie they're like high school or you know maybe older but they're all really good dancers and I was like I feel like if you were a child actor you just learn how to dance like it's just part of the yeah, training it's part of it with acting yeah dancing singing all of it yeah She's I feel extremely like it's probably confident. that the kind of kids who like are doing it that young are also just doing everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just want to perform. Right. They just have that gift. Um, can we jump ahead to Tom? I will say, I think Zendaya, you know, doesn't get enough credit for her performance. Cause I've seen the Tom one at like a hundred times. I've mm-hmm. never seen Zendaya's, but she was great. Me neither. She was great. I'm really starting to understand them as a couple though. Watching yes. him dance right here, uh-huh. watching her dance. I'm going, oh, there's so much in common. Oh, my God. He's just a charming little guy. He's so adorable. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's watching from the wings. <laughs> but here's, oh from the, wings. here's the big moment. Yeah, because then it goes from singing in the rain to umbrella. And then he's in this, like, mm-hmm. what is it? Like a, what a little bustier. bustier. Yeah. And some tights and some little booty shorts. He's, this is just, like... Uh, this is just amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Why? I wonder if this was his idea or if they pitched it or like what, how this came about. Yeah, I wonder. He's really I, into it and he's really good. I think there's an oral history of it somebody did. Okay, because he was just <laughs> grinding on that umbrella like uh-huh. he wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like it a lot too because it's like he's pretty masculine in Spider-Man and this yeah. is pretty like mask femme and is really committing to it. And I, I don't know. I think this is going to cure homophobia if enough men say it. It does feel that way. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not he's very much not doing it as a joke. He's no, just no, like, he's just it. Do, he's doing He's grinding yeah, on great. her right now, and uh-huh. that was pretty cool. It's fantastic. <laughs> wow, he's extremely committed as a performer. Um, she's blown away. She didn't know he was going to do that. LL yeah. is... <laughs> I just, I'm like totally understanding all of it now. Having his own experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was freaking out. I mean, I love dance. The dancing in the water is just really fun. When I saw Beyonce live, uh, that song she does with Kendrick Lamar is done in the water too. And I was so sad I wasn't up closer to get splashed. 
I was so far away when I saw Beyonce. I was at Dodger Stadium and I was like in the top row. I was at the Rose Bowl <laughs> and I was like at the top. <laughs> yeah. I've never even I've never even been in the same maybe state as her. I have no idea. <laughs> you never been the same you, state. I, as you her. have. Well, I guess she's I probably been you in have. New York. She's been she's been in Brooklyn. <laughs> she's, been to New York. <laughs> she's been in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be sure. Um, okay, well that was fascinating. I loved it. It's very fun. And now Gwyneth Paltrow does not remember that she's in this movie. Now, I think this is so funny. She That's never knows anything about hilarious. this. In an appearance on The Chef Show with John Favreau, he talks about coming up with the idea for the series while shooting Homecoming. And Gwyneth realizes she was in that movie in real time. She had no idea. She thought she was shooting a scene for an Avengers movie. So she was just To there. her credit, she's inventing diamond-encrusted diapers. And <laughs> yeah. the movies are a little confusing, you know? Yeah. And she just shows up for one day and she's with Tony Stark. Yeah, right. so she's like definitely the Avengers. I know it's not Iron Man because I'd have I'd have to hold more days and be on call yeah. more. And she's like, How come I only have half a trailer? Why don't I have my full trailer? <laughs> Imagine they got her like a honey wagon. <laughs> yeah. <It> was, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a quick day for you, Gwyneth. Just pop in here. There's pop in here. Bench. You don't have your own bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so the director gave the cast a bunch of John Hughes movies to watch oh. and they had a marathon to prepare. Hey, Tom Holland said weird. He, he didn't give it. Weird? He didn't send that to me. Oh, Zach, I'm so <laughs> they sorry. They thought you had this one. <laughs> yeah, they're like control. obviously Zach knows. Uh, Tom Holland said we basically just sat down in my house in Atlanta. He lives in Atlanta. Well, his all house the- in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He might have a house. House and everywhere. They shoot all of these in Atlanta, so I'm sure he has an extra nice yeah. one there. Yeah. Oh, that must be so nice. All the cat with all the cast, and we just watched them all in one day, and just had a, a Domino's day. It was amazing. The Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink. There was loads of them. Well, this makes sense because there's some mm-hmm. '80s music used in the movie that I really enjoyed, and I thought it was interesting, like some of the th- as a choice for this. Um, mm-hmm. But it gave me the feeling of those movies that I loved. So I didn't realize they that was. Oh, and is there, isn't there a scene at the end where he's like running through someone's yard and he sees them yes. watching a movie? They're watching says, like, Ferris great Bueller movie. at the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As That's he's cute. doing an homage to that scene, right? Yeah. Right. Basically. Mm-hmm. That's very fun. And he's so young, he probably had no idea what these movies are. Yeah. <laughs> he is very young. Peter is shown wearing boxer shorts when he puts... I liked this part, too, actually. It was very Because I was cute. like, oh, funny, he's wearing his, like, loose boxers, and he yes. somehow puts the suit on. <laughs> However, Tom Holland said he wore a thong underneath because the suit was skin tight. Mm, that <laughs> okay. is a nice bit of trivia. I call that TMI. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kenneth Choi? Am I saying that right? Principal Morita. He also played the Howling Commando, Jim Morita, in Captain America, First Avenger, 2011. Oh, oh. one of those friends. That's I cool. see. I didn't In the principal's that. office, you could see photos of the Howling Commando, which hints that they are related, and he is his grandson. That's oh. cool. That's fun. Fun. Okay, now we're moving on to our segment, Is Chris in This? This is our segment where we have a yes or no conversation about if a Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, or Chris Pine is in this film. Now, was it Chris in this film? Yeah. Chris Chris, Evans. Chris Evans. I know I have to think when I try to name them. Yeah, I was like, Chris Pratt. But then I was like, no, definitely not. (laughs) Even though uh, Michael Keaton reminded me of not Chris Pratt, but like the people in Guardians of the Galaxy who like stole him. 
Oh, do you, like yeah. they're like junkers or something? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 junkers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, and is there any other Chris that should have been in this film? You know, maybe a Kristen, a Christine, Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah. <laughs> From yeah. Uh-huh. he could have been like the music teacher or something. Yes. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been a fun. That's actually the answer. <laughs> and then Christina Aguilera could have been in it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Second new segment is a kiss in this. Okay. So we're gonna have a yes or no conversation as to whether or not there was a kiss in this. Was there a kiss in this? No. No. But it and felt like there was going to be for it sure. Felt it did like feel like there was Karen going to be. wanted to get a little smooch on with with Peter. Yes. Yeah. Karen did seem like she was very into Peter. She wanted him to kiss something. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, please, I'd love to see it. I've been asleep for so long. <laughs> or she's been like watching him in training wheels mode, which is even creepier. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah that's Karen. probably true. We got to get a, a her style spinoff about <laughs> Karen. <laughs> I'd watch it. So it's time for Five Stark Industries. This is where we read newcomers listener reviews. And Justin B. Lover 98 says, my favorite podcast. This podcast has the MCU hot takes I've been waiting for since my ex-boyfriend dragged me to the theater to watch Avengers Endgame. And I brought a travel neck pillow and a blanket to get me through the three-hour movie. Turns out I don't like the Marvel movies or men. LOL. Love you both. That's That's fucking funny. I would love for that person to have brought their travel pillow and blanket, sat through the movie, left the movie and was like, oh, I don't like that movie. And also, I don't like men. <laughs> I, I got to get out of here and go see it Little really, Women. It feels like it, if you're if you were unsure about either of those things, that would just put the nail <laughs> on the coffin. Yeah. Especially if that's the first movie you saw. Yeah. That one would be totally inaccessible to you. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it would be really confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This review says cam update. (laughs) I'm going to need a cam update ASAP. Here is the update. Unfortunately, nothing happened. Cam is As a, a reminder, Cam was Caleb's roommate who we oh, spoke to yes. on the Zoom. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. During the I was Ant-Man wondering about episode. this as well. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, nothing happened. I believe Cam is a little a little bit more youthful than I'm looking for. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, nothing happened. But uh, it was so fun in the moment. It was. I was like, do I get a boyfriend now? From yeah. Marvel? Is Marvel going to give me something? Yeah. Well, that's how Tom and, and Zendaya, you know, so. Yeah, it could be like oh. that. Oh, maybe I'll find my Tom during this podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Well, if you, uh, you know, go rate us five stars. We'll read your review. And if, yes. if you, in the, you can use it to get information like this person did, which was very smart. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to Apple reviews, we will be reading reviews from Letterboxd, which is a platform where people write reviews of films, and you can follow us at Newcomers on there, and we'll each give a one-sentence review and a star rating. So, who do we put on the spot, Zach? Yeah, Zach. Sure. Um, you have one to rate your own film. Review. <laughs> uh, very funny movie. Um, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> There actually, it really was, I was, that, okay, this is too many sentences. That's it. Very funny movie. Um, Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, so my one sentence review is fun, liked it, good time, yes. (laughs) (laughs) How many stars? Oh, uh, I think we give it four stars. 
It's not five stars. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it four stars, too. I really liked it. Um, My review is high school rom-com meets the MCU, which works for me. Um, (laughs) That's a good review. Yeah. And then people also have left reviews on Letterboxd about this Mm -hmm. film. Um, this one is from Marika Brownlee and she gave it four stars and said, Michael Keaton is married to a black woman in this movie and not putting lotion on his face. Okay. (laughs) I mean, he could have been more moisturized. And And it was Garcelle, by the way, from Real Housewives, which was a very exciting, uh, cameo in my opinion. I love her. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could have he could have moisturized just a tad bit more. I did love the inter like there's a lot of interracial love in this movie, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love knows no color. <laughs> <laughs> this person said <laughs> this is Liam, Liam said the highlight of this particular viewing uh, by far has to be the scene where Donald Glover first appeared and my mum called him Charles Cambino. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Charles, Charles Gambino. There's that Charles Gambino. That is so funny. <laughs> I wonder, where did, Just where childish did Charles became come, oh yeah, Charles. Charles. Like well, childish well, the mom the was name. like, childish can't be someone's name. <laughs> right. No. Oh, my God. So funny. Okay. Well, okay. Go review us on Apple Podcasts. We will read uh, them on the episodes if you give us five stars. And rate the podcast on Spotify, which just helps us out so much. Yes. And, Zach, is there anything you would like to plug? Yeah. Uh, Severance. Season yes, one. I haven't watched that Ooh. yet. And I'm so excited. I everyone loves it so much. I'm it's so on excited Apple to watch. Apple TV Plus, and then Duncanville season three is airing right now. Which Sunday nights cast. on Fox. Yeah, it's super funny. Um, that's it. Just those. Well, that's a big. Deal. I love it. That's a lot. And where can people follow you? Yeah. On, online. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Zach Cherry Gmail. And then uh, on Instagram, there's someone who's <laughs> pretending to be me. So oh my um, God. I'm not on there, but if you wow. want, they're sort of posting random pictures of me. So <laughs> do they have like good pictures, like personal pictures? No, no. They're, they're just, just like, like grainy the images. first page of Google images. You know? What a weird thing people like to do. People yeah. are fucking bizarre. <laughs> but if you get the numbers up, maybe then I'll you know, have a conversation with them about taking over. So yeah, <laughs> taking over your own Instagram page. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, well, Zach, Nicole, what? Oh, wait. do you have Ooh. anything you want to plug while we're here? Ooh, what do I want to plug? Yeah. Watch my special on Netflix. It's called BBW. Also, you can watch grand crew on Peacock and, uh, Hulu. We got renewed for a second season. So catch Ooh, up, yeah, baby. Congrats. So exciting. Thank you. Uh, and I want to plug that I have a show with Wild Horses, May 29th, 5 p.m. You can watch from home or you can watch in person at Dynasty Typewriter. And I want to plug three to my, my other podcast I do with Paul Tompkins and Scott Aukerman. And it's very silly and stupid. And um, you can watch all of Good Girls on Netflix. All of it's on there now, which is pretty fun. And that's it. I mean, you know, I'm just waiting to see what the hell I do next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting to see what the hell I do next. My favorite sentence. It's kind of how I get through the day. Oh, well, we'll Well, be back next next week week with Thor Ragnarok, which everyone is dying for us to watch, so I can't wait, quote unquote. It better fucking be good, because people are like, you love Thor Ragnarok. Everything after Thor Ragnarok is easy like butter. Yeah. So hopefully this will be a really good turning point for us. I think you'll like Mm -hmm. it. It's funny. It's also very funny. That's what people say. Okay, good. Yeah. 
not, I don't want to hype it up too much. So and people I'll, been hyping it. Yeah, I'll, no, there's I'll been a lot of hype about it. It sucks hype, actually. It sucks and you'll it. Hate sucks. It sucks. Great. Lower the bar. This is good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Zach. That was so yes, fun having you. you. Thank and you. And everyone, thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye bye. Bye everyone. was a HeadGum original.